Radio. Pure West Radio News. I am Charlie James and here's the latest for Pembrokeshire. 29 new coronavirus cases recorded in the Heweldar Health Board area according to yesterday's figures. Public Health Wales data showed that there were 19 new cases in Carmarthenshire, one in Ceredigion and nine in Pembrokeshire. No new COVID-19 related deaths have been recorded in the Heweldar area with a total of 481 for the duration of the pandemic. Across Wales, 535 new cases were confirmed with no new COVID-19 deaths reported. The total number of cases in Wales is now 219,833 with 5,575 deaths. A 31-year-old man has been charged with two counts of disclosing a private sexual photograph or film without the consent of the individuals who appeared in that photograph or film with the intention of causing distress. Joel Tanty appeared before Haverford West Magistrates on June 30th. He pleaded not guilty to both charges and was given unconditional bail to return to the same court on August 2nd for trial. A 29-year-old man who drove with cannabis in his system has lost his licence for a year. Kino Wakeman of the High Street in Jamestown appeared before magistrates in Haverford West on June 29th. He admitted to driving a Honda Civic in Lamphy on December with above the legal limit of cannabis in his blood. In addition to the driving disqualification, he was ordered to pay a total of £239, made up of a £120 fine, costs of £85 and a £34 surcharge. Plans for a gradual increase in dental services could mean that people in Pembrokeshire will soon be able to access more routine appointments. The county's dentists have been busy trying to catch up with the backlog caused by the coronavirus pandemic when all routine dental services were halted. With the number of emergency cases being dealt with now returning to pre-pandemic levels, practices are hoping to be able to address the treatment backlog. Health Minister Alunid Morgan has set out a path for a gradual increase in routine dental services in Wales and her commitment to the wider reform of NHS dentistry, but she added that changes to the NHS dentistry contracts will be postponed until next year to allow the service to recover from the impact of the pandemic. She said the way people have accessed dental services during the pandemic has changed, but NHS dentistry services have continued to be there for those who need it most. Since the beginning of the pandemic, dentists have seen more than 1.3 million people in practices across Wales and provided 340,000 consultations remotely via phone or video. Pain relief and antibiotics have continued to be prescribed where necessary. But the health minister has said the return of other routine dental services will be gradual as teams focus on the most urgent work and people who have had treatment delayed. Cardigan Castle has unveiled plans for a series of live shows this summer featuring acts ranging from rock and pop to country and classical. First up is the Welsh Whisperer on July 9th with his unique take on life in the countryside, followed by a night of opera music on the 16th of July by Stefan Lloyd Owen. There are performances from top tribute acts Stereosonics on August 14th and Hullabaloo Muse Tribute on August 20th, with the latter supported by local singer-songwriter Becky the Bullet Thomas. The audience will be seated for the concerts with tickets sold in groups of four or six and each group will be provided with a table for the evening. Food and drinks will be served to the tables throughout the evening for each concert and tickets which go sale one month prior to each concert can be purchased at www.cardigancastle.com. I'm Charlie James and that's the latest for Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. Across Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. 
like visit too And when we French refresh, give me two When I bite that lip, come get me two He want lipstick, lip gloss, hickeys too tuned in to the pure sports show it's monday night you'll notice it's not ben stone it is tom dyer from early breakfast sitting in again for mr stone and it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening Good evening to you. It is Tom Dyer sitting in for Ben Stone on the Pure Sports Show in association with G&G Builders, Pembrokeshire's local builders for over 30 years. And thank you for joining us this evening. We've got a busy, busy evening of sport ahead of you. Since, since last week, England have played two football matches and you may be aware they've done a little bit all right. So I kind of feel a bit sorry for, for Ben that he's not here today to have to talk about the exploits of England. But you never know, we might get a little something from him later on, no doubt. In the meantime, you never know who you're going to bump into at a game of cricket, as Bill Kahn found out. And also, after the success of the trial triathlon up in Fishguard and St. David's, Fraser caught up with Dave Astin's talking about the Broadhaven Triathlon, which is coming up this coming weekend. And Fraser has been on the 
on the Cricket Oval himself over the weekend and he just might have a little bit of good news for you. So more on that after 8 o'clock because of course we will be live on our Facebook page. It'll be myself, Tom, with Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson. Two, two award winners to be sandwiched in between. That's not bad company, is it? We're going to be talking lots about the rugby that's coming up. Of course, successful both Wales and the Lions. Although the reports earlier on today that the South African national team is isolating again. Does this tarnish the Lions tour in all of its glory? We'll find out more with Bill and with Fraser later on. We're also going to be joined by Phil, Sad- Phil Sadler of the Pembrokeshire Surf School. He caught up with Bill Kahn a couple of weeks ago and he's coming on to tell us all about the surf school. And I'm interested, being a Pembrokeshire boy born and bred who used to jump in the sea very regularly, what he has to offer with with the surf school and what plans he's got now that, well, now that there are definitely tourists coming back into the area as well. And to finish off the show just before nine o'clock, we're going to have Sean Hannon back on the show of Nayland Cricket Club after their match in the uh, National Village Cup got rained off and they were so close. So we're going to find out what they're going to do next about it. And um, After 9 o'clock, live on Facebook. If you've got any messages for us, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Pure West Radio, also on Facebook, Pure West Radio, or you can email sport at purewestradio.com. Without further ado, we're going to kick off with Bill talking to someone they just bumped into on, on on the side of the cricket. It's, it's no other than Liam Cullen. Let's see what he's been getting up to. Well, I've been watching cricket tonight in the um, Dougie Morris semi-final and I've had a nice surprise because who should be standing on the boundary cheering his old mate on for Alarani Curtis Marshall was Liam Cullen. <laughs> Liam, you can't, I couldn't resist asking you and thanks for talking. We're always chuffed to have you on, either live or sort of by interview. How are things going? Yeah, not too bad. Coming to the end of the off-season now, so um, I managed to get away on holiday for a few days and just been enjoying myself getting on the golf course. Great. Um, and just keeping myself ticking, really. I've got quite a bit of running and gym done so, mm. um, yeah, I'm feeling really good now, to be fair, ready to go again. Now, a mole in the family tells me you played Grandad Graham today. Did you give him a, sh- a shellacking? Yeah, I did. Give did him you? A bit of a beating, yeah. <laughs> I give him a few shots. Because what, what are you playing <laughs> off? Uh, I'm playing off 10 now. Well, well um, done. So I'm, I'm getting myself down. But it was his first game in three years today. I am being um, well, so it's great you've got him out. he hasn't been well. So, yeah, it was just nice to get him back out there and just get him enjoying himself again. That's fantastic. Well, let's come to Liberty Stadium now. Uh, you're due back in soon? Yeah, back in this week. Looking forward to it. We've had a we've had a good sort of period off, but we really, can't really wait to get back now and hopefully uh, hit the ground running. Mm. And what's the sort of hope, the feeling there? Full of hope? Is everybody thinking... You know, we're raring to go. Yeah, obviously we were all devastated off the back of the playoff yeah, final. Yeah, God, um, That obviously wasn't nice. There was only one thing we wanted to do at Wembley and it didn't happen, but mm. I think we're just going to use that as extra motivation now for next season. We know we can put ourselves in a great position like we did. Hopefully we can just do the same again and go one better. Mm, any new signings? I know as much as everyone else does, to Yeah, be you did, yeah. So, obviously, I think Kyle Joseph has been announced. Nice to see him come in, but I'm not really... I just read what everyone else reads at the minute. 
while we're not in. So, yeah, we'll see as the transfer window goes on. Mm. Um, the gaffer and the, the staff are really good recruitment-wise. I gotta, assume, yeah, so. i got to say, I'm very impressed by the boss there. Whenever I've heard him speak, and I've been up in the Liberty as well, he's very earnest and very honest. I think very straightforward. You will know, but when he came to Harford West a couple of years ago, and you were raised, and he was yeah. saying, i got plans for that young fella, but I'm not going to rush him. And, you know, you have to say that he is, uh, I think, a decent manager, you know. So what about pre-season then? How hard is that? Hard. <laughs> Tell us a bit about what you're doing that then. Um, it's quite fitness-based more than the season is, so they'll be running involved and gym work to get us to prime us really for the mm. season. But with this manager, he's sort of the first manager I've worked at a senior level. Yeah. And he likes to get the balls out as well, so there's going to be a lot of football involved, which I think everyone enjoys. Mm. Um, obviously, not everyone enjoys the running, but you've got to do it because you want to yeah. feel the best you can when it comes to the first game of the season. I mean, you mentioned the disappointment at the uh, playoffs, but you had a, a season full of highs and lows. I mean, you scored your first goals and helped them to progress in competition, and then you got injured, you know, and yeah. is that all right now? Yeah, I feel really good now. That, um, the operation was really successful. The, what the surgeon done was unbelievable, mm. really. And yeah, I got, I got myself fit. Um, after that and I got my goal on my first game back and I started a few games then towards the end and I played yeah. in the playoff semis and the staff were happy with me so, yeah there's definitely ups and downs but it's one I can That's look back on That's part of football on. isn't it? Yeah you know? and it's going to happen again in my career but it's definitely a season I can look back on and be happy with and just see it as another stepping stone and another progression really Yeah I bet and when you you know sort of in training there you're a local boy there's not many of those what about the others are they good guys are they all guys that you get on really well with? Yeah, everyone there is a good guy, really. Yeah. We're quite a tight-knit group. Yeah, yeah, when everyone, you look at the, yeah the... everyone gets on, and I think you can see that by um, sort of the way we celebrate with goals and when we win games. So the people who come in will only add to the group. So, uh, but they got to buy into the Swansea way, haven't they? Yeah, yeah I think that's, but that's one of the things yeah. that the gaffer looks at. Yeah. If someone's coming in, he, he wants to know that they're going to buy into his yeah. way and our way. That's why we've made such good signings and why yeah. most boys have succeeded when they've come in. I remember when I uh, used to speak to you before, I still think you're a youngster of 16. I forget <laughs> you, because how old are you now? 22 now. Oh, you're an old guy yeah. now. I'm getting on now, yeah. Uh, well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you, and thanks for sparing me the time. Okay. And I shall be watching with interest this year, and I give my regards to uh, uh, Grandad and to Rose as well. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Lee. Thank you. Bill Kahn there catching up with Liam Cullen earlier on in the week and they mentioned transfers there and he was aware of Kyle Joseph. Since then, uh, Swansea City have brought in the striker Joel Pirro from PSV Eindhoven. And of course, they mentioned there, there was a lot of talk about the faith that Steve Cooper, the manager of Swansea City, has put in Liam and that there are there are plans ahead for him. And I imagine that there's a few Swansea City fans a little bit relieved that over in England... Patrick Vieira has been named the new Crystal Palace manager because Steve Cooper is hot property. His ability to turn a team around on a budget seems to be doing really well uh, for them. And let's hope that they can go one step further and not have to taste defeat at Wembley once more. I'm sure that we will mention Wembley again before before nine o'clock when we're joined by Bill and Fraser after, uh, after eight o'clock. And also... Swansea City have released their new kit and there's nothing quite like having a brand new football kit to look forward to buying, particularly one that I'm a big fan of myself. It's a throwback to their 1981 kit and it's got a lovely crest of a proper Cyril the Swan over a castle and it's the 40th anniversary of when Swansea City first got into the top flight. Is it on your wish list? Because it's definitely on mine. 
Uh, we're going to take a short little break now, but when we return, we're going to be catching up with Fraser Watson and Dave Astins, the coordinator for the Broadhaven Triathlon. Usually very well attended, very well supported, but of course, due to the times that we're in, it's going to be a little bit different, and he's going to be telling us a little bit more about that after this. Castle Hot Tubs, a Wales's largest multi-award winning wellness company based right here in Pembrokeshire, offering luxury hot tubs and swim spas to suit every need and budget. Check out their Pembrokeshire range of hot tubs inspired by the beautiful beaches and coastline of our county at castlehottubs.co.uk. A warm welcome awaits at the new showroom on Vine Road in Johnston. Want to win a hot tub for a week? Tune into Pure West Radio every weekday morning at 10.45 and play Where's the Hot Tub for your chance to win. Castle Hot Tubs, the friendly company. Big enough to cope, small enough to care. How are you, Bob? Good, thanks, Chris. Is it true what I heard? Yeah, we're officially the best butchers in Wales. That's amazing, Chris. Massive congratulations to you and the team. Oh, thanks, Bob. So what can we get for you? Well, Chris, uh, could I have a selection of your award-winning meats? Oh, don't forget to include a pack of Pembrokeshire's best burgers. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Welsh Butcher Shop of the Year. Providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for over 70 years. We're open for orders either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763387. <laughs> Witness the evil power of Bedhead. No! My hair! Won't anyone help me? Stop right there, Bedhead! Your reign of hair meddling terror is over. Freestyle, my old nemesis. You can't stop me, boyo. Guess again. Eat laser! No! I'll get you next time, Freestyle! Oh, thank you! No problem. When it comes to Bedhead, you just got a freestyle. For wicked trims, call Freestyle Barbers, Portfield, Haverford West, on 07827-445589. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Search for Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio.
New shoes with I can't wait for a Monday evening here on Pure West Sports in in association with G and G Builders, Pembrokeshire Builders for the last thirty years or over thirty years, in fact. If you want to join the conversation, please do. We are on Twitter, Pure West Radio, Facebook, Pure West Radio, and you can also email us. It is sport at purewestradio.com. Now we've already caught up with Liam Cullen, Bill Khan collared him at a cricket match and now Fraser Watson is going to catch up with Dave Astins. Now you may recall on June the 12th the Fishguard Triathlon took place as part of a Welsh government trial into outdoor sports activities. It went ahead, it went well, I was lucky enough to drive through the course seeing some of the cyclists and the runners uh, whilst minding my own business on a Saturday. Spectators were discouraged as part of that trial event. And that is also the same for what is going to be the Broadhaven Triathlon that is taking place this coming weekend. Now, to overcome all of the different new guidance and guidelines and ensuring the safety of the participants and the members of the public, the spectators are being discouraged again. And also, there's been some extra planning that's had to be put in place by the race manager, Dave Astins. Fraser Watson and Dave will tell us more. Well, good sporting events are slowly coming back to Pembrokeshire and there's another one coming this Saturday, of course, with the Broadhaven Triathlon. And pleased now to be joined by the race director, Dave Astins, who's well known for his work with endurance events around here. Dave, first and foremost, how exciting is it just to be able to stage an event again? Oh, I can tell you, it feels, it feels really good, actually. Um, it's been a strange 12 months or more for everyone, hasn't it? And, you know, it's last March since we last put an event on. So, um, yeah, no, I am personally and the club is really excited to get this event on. And just to summarise, obviously, the event is sold out as usual. We expect that with, with the Broadhaven Triathlon. Are these mostly athletes who had originally entered and have rolled over? Or have you been able to accommodate fresh entrants as well? Yeah, when we cancelled last year's event, the event was about half full. It was quite early in the year, so most of those people rolled forward to this year. They wanted to guarantee their place. Um, and we've sold the event now, so it's roughly half and half. Uh, we've got 300 competitors uh, lining up. In fact, it's about 325 because we've got some relay teams in there as well. Excellent. And obviously nothing has been without complexities in the last year or so, and, no, and sport still carries that burden. Now, Dave, um, for yourself as an organiser, I assume there's been a bit of extra work, obviously, with certain guidelines and, and restrictions having to be adhered to. Yeah, it's been it's, it's a lot of work in a normal year. It's, it's been a significant amount of extra work to um, to comply with all the all the guidelines and regulations that we need to, obviously, coming down from Welsh Government and Welsh Triathlon. And we've been working closely with the County Council and Public Health Wales and other partners. So a lot to take on board. I mean, the significant changes for this year is that um, we'll be needing to maintain social distancing throughout the event. So that's going to include all the athletes and the event the event team myself and all the people helping me on the day and uh, yeah the, the sad thing is that we won't be able to uh, welcome spectators this time um, but I, I think the athletes are so keen to race that you know that, that they'll overlook that one just this year and we'll look forward to welcoming spectators back next year yeah absolutely i'm interested in your view on this bit as well dave obviously um it's been a long time now for a lot of competitors without being able to go in events, hasn't it? You know, and you're expecting maybe slower times than usual because of that, or are you expecting the opposite effect? Because we've seen through lockdown the restrictions, and obviously exercise was one of the things permitted, and running and cycling and so on. Do you think perhaps more people have been able to train because of the circumstances of this past year or so, and may even perhaps produce better times? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting question. Actually, I, I suspect we're going to see uh, it's going to be both. So I know, you know some people have already been able to race, so um, racing in England has started a little bit before. 
four whales. So I know some local athletes have been over to England to race. We we had a, a there was a test event in um, Fishguard in June, which was the, the the pilot event for whales, which was uh, obviously attended by lots of local athletes. So I think there's a number who are going to be fit and raring to go, and I think there are others who perhaps have had this as a target, but maybe like myself, I'm not that I'm racing this year, but haven't really been training so much. I haven't had the motivation, so it'll be more a case of just getting around this year. Sure, well, we hope you all wish you all the success for Saturday, Dave. And, and just looking ahead a bit beyond that, if I can at the moment, assuming everything is still well in, in September, an event which I've got my place for, the Dale 10K half marathon and marathon, and, and assume that plans are still ahead for that and, and all is in place, hopefully for that to go ahead as well under the auspice of the Pembrokeshire Tri Club. Yeah, that's right. That's the last Sunday in September. Yeah, we've still got a few places for that event. We're, again, at the moment, obviously not quite sure what the guidelines we're going to have to follow at that time. And, you know, with the, uh, the Delta variant and COVID sure. cases on the increase, I suppose there's, there's still no guarantees with that event taking place. But we're certainly working on the basis that that event will go ahead and looking forward to it, obviously, after missing it in 2020. Well, if it helps to cut out the uh, the uphill climb to the lighthouse, mate, I'm all for adhering to that. <laughs> well, we make it funny why you should say that because there is one narrow bit, as you know, out towards the lighthouse where we'll normally we would have athletes going in both directions, and we need to look at that because that would be a sort of a close contact area, really, for, for athletes. So we may have to make some changes, but I, I suspect the hill will remain. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was hopeful for a second there. Well, no, back to this weekend, Dave. Wish you all the luck and congratulations for getting the event on again. And, and we look forward to seeing results come through and being able to analyse competitors competing again, more importantly, isn't it? Thanks very much. Cheers, Dave. Speak to you soon. Fraser Watson talking to Dave Astins there about the upcoming Broadhaven Triathlon taking place this weekend. And I mentioned before about the trial uh, triathlon, the Fish Guard, that happened on June the 12th. The next one is going to be next year on Saturday, June the 18th. So there's a date for your diary if you're interested in taking part in triathlons in the county. And you would have heard there also Fraser talking about the Dale 10K and the half. Do you fancy giving yourself a challenge? Well, there's no better terrain in which to, to, to challenge yourself on the county roads. I don't think you'll be getting a PB on that one, though. But maybe that's just me. I need to get my running shoes back on and get back up to speed if I'm going to catch up with Fraser Watson and Ben Stone. I wonder if Bill Kahn will also join us for a cup of tea afterwards, maybe. Uh, we are going to have a little bit of Wichita Lineman. And um, still to come, before we go live on our Facebook page after 8 o'clock, we are going to be catching up with the winners of the, the Alan Brown Cup. Lanrian. The Stackpole. It took place yesterday. Fraser Watson, of course, of Flannery and Cricket Club. More on that coming up. I am a lineman for the county, and I drive the main roads, searching in the sun for another. Singing in the wire, I can hear you through the wine and the Wichita lineman is still on the line. I know I need. A small vacation But it don't look like rain 
And if it snows that stretch down south won't ever stand the strain And I need you more than won't you And I want you for all Show. 
Very good evening to you. You are listening to the Pure Sports Show on Pure Radio in association with G&G Builders. If you're just joining us, you've just missed Fraser Watson catching up with Dave Astins talking about the upcoming Broadhaven Triathlon following the success of the Fishguard Triathlon on the 12th of June. A date for your diary, the next Fishguard Triathlon is June the 18th. So... Get your training runs in now, I think. You've also missed Bill Khan catching up with Liam Cullen, who was watching a game of cricket last week. And Liam was giving us insight as to the road back from injury. So the road to, road to recovery, scoring on the comeback, and just missing out narrowly on the playoff final in Wembley and how they're hoping to make amends for it. Also, fixture lists have been released for for the football, including that of the Haverford West County AFC as well. They'll be heading away to Carnarvon on August the 14th. And let's see how they can... They had fine form in the first part of the season, but when it split into the form considerably dipped. And also, news coming from the Bridge Meadow this last week, Mark Murison, the head of coaching, has left his role with immediate effect. And of course, Sean Pemberton, stalwart captain leader, has stepped up into a coaching role, not necessarily a like-for-like replacement. And I'm hoping that after 8 o'clock, Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson might be able to give us a bit of the lowdown because there's certainly lots of changing roles happening at the Bridge Meadow at the moment. Let's see whether or not it reaps success in the upcoming season. In the meantime, yesterday saw the final of the Alan Brown Cup played between Llanrian and Stackpole in Whitland. And, of course, our very own Fraser Watson is Llanrian Cricket Club. And he caught up with both the captain 
And before that, he caught up with the man of the match, John Strawbridge. Let's hear what he had to say. Well, it's Jonathan Strawbridge who took the man of the match in Tanrien's Alan Brown final win over Stackpole and uh, my teammate, obviously, and I'm pleased to be interviewing him now. And, and John, firstly, up against after that first innings, isn't there? Bigger score that we thought Stackpole could have got and, and that 97 really turned the tide. You really got going there. Yeah, it was good to see the ball well. Hit a few nice big sixes uh, onto the road a couple of times. Yeah, turned the game around. Really pleased. I have to say, though, 97, full toss. What were you thinking? <laughs> Yeah, thinking don't get out and uh, yeah, don't miss hit it. Should have gone over the over the clubhouse like a few before, but never mind. In, in all seriousness, John, you've obviously played at high levels. You, you haven't played too much in the last couple of years. You get back into it now in Division, Division Three with Tan Rian. Did you feel hunger for playing again? Yeah, I've got the appetite back. So it's uh, yes, it's good to uh, be in such a good club with uh, such a good hoil, um, and yeah, really enjoying it. Yeah, and uh, and first cup with Tan Rian as well. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad start to uh, to starting with a new club. And, and, and your old man, I know he's. Um... <laughs> he was a, he was a proud dad today. Wasn't proud he? dad yeah, today, yeah, yeah, very proud. Yeah, no, it was good. It's good to have him there and uh, a couple of other family members there to watch me. So, yeah, it was good. Excellent. Well done, John. Jonathan Strawbridge, who was man of the match for a knock of 97. And as Fraser quite rightly pointed out, really going for the for the money ball when you're three away from the turn. I think he might be regretting that one. It wasn't all plain sailing, though, as Nigel Delaney points out, because the warm-up match against Johnston, admittedly it wasn't actually a warm-up, didn't necessarily go to plan. They took a little bit for granted, but they were able to use that. And, of course, Nigel winning his third Alan Brown on the trot to John's first woman Llanrian was very proud of the 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 effort that was put in from Llanrian. Well, I'm here now with the winning captain, my captain from today, Nigel Delaney. Nigel, I know you've won a lot of honours in local cricket. You've won this cup twice before with Llanrian, but it's your first honour with the club as captain. Must mean a lot. Brilliant. There's a great club. Uh, played the uh, last couple of years, and we've won the uh, we've won the Alan Brown. And this is the third year on the trot now. And yes, I'm captain this year. And the boys done me proud today. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, it was a difficult game first up, wasn't it? It came off the back of the Johnston defeat, where we all did yesterday. There was the rain; it wasn't so easy to get into. And then, of course, Stackpole getting a big first inning score. And and kudos to Jonathan Strawbridge. We just talked as man of the match as well for turning the tide, really, wasn't it? Well, I think that's what uh, yeah, like you just said, Fraser turned turned the game on its head for us because. Uh, if we'd have been behind a few more runs, uh, but we were ahead, um, I think it uh, could have been a different story. But the second inning is we uh, we pulled it back and bowled very well. So um, I think that, uh, that won us the game in the end. From a personal point of view, Nigel, obviously there were some you know, moments, tense moments in the game today, could have gone either way. Do you think the fact that you've played in Harrison Allen finals and won so much silverware now, does that help you in those pressure moments? Well, I think it did because I think the boys knew from the bowling um, we did yesterday in Johnson wasn't good enough and I think uh, we went into the game thinking that we'd win this game today without uh, playing it properly um, and that showed in our bowling, I think, because it wasn't good enough uh, at the end of the day. And, and word on Stapoe as well, he's played him twice in three years now, tough tough competitors, aren't they? Great knock from Lewis Gibby in that first innings and, and they pushed it to the wire today, didn't they? Yeah, very good. James Adey batted very well in the second innings as well to put a bit of a score on the board, which, you know, 100 was a bit of a, you know, it could have been a bit of a tricky to get uh, with uh, the rain coming again, but uh, in the end, uh, we got there. Anyway, final question. Nice two games in two days, not getting any younger, feeling all right? <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh, imagine bowling as many overs as I did today, but there are these things do happen and uh, in the, at the end of the day we picked up the trophy so yeah we're happy lovely good job Skip thank you a very proud Fraser Watson catching up with his captain Nigel Delaney after Shlan Rian beat Stackpole in the Allen Brown final in Whitland just yesterday the rain didn't stop play but they did carry on a bit late 
and Nigel Delaney not ruining having to bowl more overs than he thought because they've come home with some silverware. Don't forget, you are listening to Pure Sport in association with G&G Builders, Pembrokeshire Builders, for over 30 years. And from 8 o'clock, we will be live on our Facebook page with Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson. They're both going to come back and join us. And we're going to be discussing a little bit of football, a little bit of rugby. We're joined by Phil Sadler of Pembrokeshire Surf School and also Sean Hannon of Nayland Cricket Club will be joining us as well. Please get in touch. You'll find us on Twitter and Facebook and you can also email sport at purewestradio.com. Ydych chi'n o falwyr didal sy'n gofalu am rhoi'n anwyl? Mae miloedd ohonoch ar draws Cymru a llawer yn teimlo heb gymorth ac ar ei bennau hunain, a'r dyddiau hyn yn fwy nag erioed. Mae gofalwyr Cymru yma i chi gyda cyngor a bernigol, gwybodaeth defnyddiol, cefnogaeth a llawer mwy, ac mae'r cyfan am ddim. Dysgwch fwy ar safle careswales.org, unwaith eto careswales.org. Gofalwyr Cymru, yma i chi a phob gofalwyr didal. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club. Our county, our community, Haverford West County, AFC. Introducing MyPems, the online marketplace for independent sellers in Pembrokeshire. Looking to take the hassle out of marketing and selling your products online? Want to reach new audiences or customers whilst being part of a bigger community of local businesses and retailers? Then check out mypems.com. We're only a click away and could be the answer to taking the stress out of selling your products online. So whether you're a shop, an independent artist or maker, connect direct with customers and join a growing movement looking to buy locally at MyPems. For the perfect solution, contact Lillian and the team at MyPems.com. Click and collect classics. Mum's Taxi Singalongs. Late night drive through disco. Match your driving soundtrack to your mood by taking all your favourite radio stations and podcasts with you on the road. It's as easy as connecting your smartphone to your car stereo to listen on your favourite station app or radio app. Join radio's digital revolution. Find out how at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital.
Annie Lennox with a Y plays for you on Pure West Sport this evening. It is Monday evening. It's coming up to eight o'clock. You can join us live on our Facebook page. Just search Pure West Radio. But I'm going to be joined by Bill Kahn and Fraser Watson. We're going to be dismantling and disabling and deconstructing the rugby matches over the weekend. That's Wales v Canada and the Lions v the Lions. Both formidable High-scoring performances for for those teams. We're also going to be previewing a little bit of football as well because you might have heard that apparently something's coming home. And for part two, we're going to be joined by Phil Sadler of Pembrokeshire Surf School to talk about what he's been getting up to since forming the school in 2018 and what his plans are for the future. And he may even give us a little bit of insight as to what we should be looking for as surfing is now going to be an Olympic sport in Tokyo, the Tokyo Olympics. And to finish off the show, just before nine o'clock, we're going to be joined by Sean Hannon of Nayland Cricket Club as he talks us through the decision to replay their fixture after it was rained off yesterday in their National Village Cup last 16 match. All of that to come and more after 8 o'clock here on Pure Sport in association with G&G Builders. Lately I've been, I've been losing sleep Dreaming about the things that we could be But baby, I've been, I've been praying hard Said no more counting dollars, we'll be counting stars Yeah, we'll be counting stars signs seek it out and ye shall find old but i'm not that old young but i'm not that bold and i don't think the world is sold i'm just doing what we're told Kills me, makes me feel alive Lately, I've been, I've been losing sleep Dreaming about the things that we 
in the river, the lessons I learned. Take that money, watch it burn. Sing in the river, the lessons I learned. Take that money, watch it burn. Sing in the river, the lessons I learned. Take that money, watch it burn. Sing in the river, the lessons I learned. Everything that kills me makes me feel alive. I couldn't tease it's coming home and not get a post-match analysis from Mr. Ben Stone himself all the way from Holiday in Cornwall. Here's his thoughts. Do you agree? Find us on Facebook and we're going to discuss it more after eight o'clock. Well, evening, Tom, Bill and Fraser. Hope you're all well. Um, Sorry I can't be with you tonight. I'm actually in Cornwall. I'm looking out the window and it reminds me of a, a Pembrokeshire summer's day, actually. Grey clouds and chucking it down with rain. But hopefully uh, things will improve and actually nothing can dampen my mood after the weekend. What a fantastic game that was on Saturday. So I, I thought I'd give you some thoughts just to balance thing, things out. Because no doubt, I know that a couple of you on the panel, naming no names, will be trying to put a dampener on England's performance on Saturday and will probably say that Ukraine were no opposition. Uh, But don't forget, I've watched England in European Championships for many years. It's our first semi-final for 25 years since that incredible summer of 1996. Since then, uh, well, in Euro 2000, England under Kevin Keegan went out in the group stage. In Euro 2004, under Svenja Eriksson, England lost on penalties to Portugal. Didn't qualify in 2008. Out on penalties again in 2012. And of course, in 2016, that terrible performance when we lost 2-1 against Iceland. So I think you'll you'll probably let me off for enjoying this one a bit. And I, I thought it was a really good performance. And I, I'm never going to say um, I will uh, get bored of watching England coast to a 4-0 victory in a quarterfinal as they did on Saturday. But a few serious thoughts. I thought Gareth Southgate has managed these last two games brilliantly. I think he, he came in for some criticism in the group. I thought England didn't play very well against Scotland in, in the nil-nil draw. But I think he's managed these last two games incredibly well. He's rotated the squad around where he's needed to. Uh, Jack Grealish, for instance, didn't play at all on Saturday. So he, he's now fresh going into the semi-final. And I thought the overall performance on, on Saturday was one of control. Bar maybe five or six minutes just before half time. They went about their business really well. I was impressed with Southgate's substitutions. He brought Jaden Sancho in for his first start of the tournament and just gave an element of being in control of, of, of what was happening. And in the end, England were far too good for Ukraine. So what do I think about Wednesday? I think Denmark will be a, a difficult opposition. They're very intense. They, they'll play a high-pressing game. They'll make life difficult for England. They'll try and get on the front foot. They'll try and get amongst England. I think Hoiberg from, from Tottenham in midfield will will really rev them up. But I, I do think this is a big opportunity for England now. And if you'd said at the start of the tournament, uh, would we be happy 
playing a semi-final at Wembley against Denmark, obviously we, we would have absolutely taken that. So I think it's there to be won on, on Wednesday. It's an opportunity and you just feel under this manager that the preparation will be so focused that he will say to them, seize the opportunity and, and don't let it pass you by. And I've just got a feeling England will. So I'm going to predict another close game, similar to the Germany game. And if England could come out with a 2-0 win on Wednesday, that would be fantastic. But take nothing for granted, it's, it's going to be a tricky match. But is football coming home? Well, chaps, it just might be. And just to finish, I have to say well done to Fraser and Slam Ryan for winning the Alan Brown yesterday. I saw Fraser looking resplendent on the front row with his medal, looking very, very happy. And it sounded like he had a, a really good afternoon in the field as well. So well done to Slam Ryan um, and everyone involved with that. And congratulations, Fraser. It's great to see you get your hands on some silverware. And let's hope England's footballers do likewise. Sunday could be a good day, couldn't it? Have a really good show, chaps. And I'll see you soon. Bye. From St. David's to St. Florence for Pembrokeshire. From Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio News. I am Charlie James and...